Hello, welcome to Love Palace. Uh, tonight's going to be a bit of a different one. We've got Chris and we've got one of our friends who's an Arsenal fan, Simon, with us. How you doing, guys? Hey, the hell? Simon, Hi, yeah. uh, you are there. Hello, mate, you all right? Hey, so, yeah, I'm good. Tonight, for, for context, is going to be a different one to our normal podcast sessions. Uh, Simon, obviously being an Arsenal fan, is we thought we'd talk about the game and talk about, well, I suppose talk about Arsenal in general as well as well as Palace and yeah, see how things get go, go for it, really. So yeah, Chris, he was at the game. How, how was it in your eyes? It was a weird event in general. Well, no, because like so, like you've, everything about it was non-standard. Okay, seven o'clock kickoff. Why? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I had a time slot of um, half five to get there. Oh, what into the stadium? Yeah, they like, like, give you like quarter of an hour windows. Right. I think more of a suggestion than a, than a kind of a rule. Okay, but like, yeah, so it's like so. I then got into the gate, and they blocked off the staircase to go up to the upper tier. All oh, right. So I then had to go from. So I was getting the the, the, the furthest south gate. I then had to go like a zigzag. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> into the, up into the lower tier. You kind of go into the lower tier bar. Yeah. All, all the way through. And then back out round the back where they, they scatter everyone's ashes, that bit. That yeah, garden yeah. Bit. And then back up into <laughs> the Venom Blue Bar. What? They're just so and long-winded. Then, Was it all barriers I, as well? Or? Yeah, they, they buried off the staircase that I normally use. Right. <laughs> to go up. And then you had to go down the stairs to, to get down back to, up again. Well, to, to the point where it's the upper tier. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. It's just so long-winded. Yes, like, it's to to try and, Yeah, to try and get people into the ground. Like, just so long-winded. <laughs> I think they should just not open that entrance and use the one I've ever up. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, because people, you'd think, be sensible enough to walk the normal way. <laughs> like, I wonder if there would be, like, a one-way problem with that section, because it's yeah. just a massive staircase that goes up the side of the Homestale. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be because it's the media area and they wanted to tape it off. I think that's more the, the thing, was that they didn't want anyone going near the, the media area. Oh, okay, fair enough, but... I mean, I can't see anyone. Why would they anyway? Like, that's the thing. But... Yeah, and then it was like, no alcohol. Oh, they had no bars <laughs> open? The, the, all, all the bars were open. They just weren't oh. selling alcohol. <laughs> what? So they had two bars open, and they were selling coffee and tea and soft drinks. What? <laughs> that's crazy. I guess it was like, just yeah. nice being back at the game there, right? Oh, it was. It was just weird. They like, we... That's just crazy, though. Like, they obviously just didn't want people to get a bit rowdy, I guess. Like, I, think, I, think that, I think there's a legal requirement. That there was something going on there. I don't think that... I think that's a standard thing for all clubs. Right. And that's the rule, part of the rules of being there. It's freaking weird. Well, even though now you're allowed to drink inside places, that's the thing. Like, in pubs and stuff. <laughs> it's just strange. Like, that football's the one that's um, not allowed. But I bet you, when it comes to rugby in the summer... They're allowed to all have their pints in front of the view of the ground still. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy, though. It's like, 
But yeah, so obviously when you got in there, like you found your seat and did you have to stay in the seat once you was in there or could you actually go back down to the bars? We, you can do. It was a bit weird because like, we got shooed off and won the bars as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that, when, I, when I started just, just having a, um, yeah, just, just having the coffee. Hmm. And they're like, oh, no, can you go to your seats, please? Okay. Oh, oh okay. So, so I guess that maybe it's like the next people they're going to come in, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Well, it wasn't like it was kind of sta- staggered. It was just everyone was kind of slowly coming in. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just odd. The whole thing was just odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was surprised to see the upper tier open anyway. Well, I thought there would be lower tiers and then all the other stands that get put in use and they leave the... They're like, trying to spread everyone out, but it was really weird because there's a couple of blocks that they weren't using in the home stand. They weren't using the main stand at all. Right. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's just... That's just that's just even before the game kicked off. It's already been an eventful one for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird place. It's just a weird, weird time to go, I think. Mm. Uh, regarding Roy walking out and that, was there any people booing or was it everyone very you know, respectful and <laughs> thanks for what you'd been doing sort of thing? I was quite happy. There was no, no kind of... Sounded pretty good on TV. Yeah. It's so... a bit... Yeah, that was... Yeah, they got a guard of honour, which is a bit... I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. Because <laughs> are they going to do the same with Liverpool next week? Well, no, because they hate, they don't like him up there. Oh, oh yeah, because former Liverpool, of course it is, yeah. Yeah, they, they really don't like him up there. Mm. So, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, because you know what Klopp's like. He's, I think, yeah. Yeah, he might make him do it just because, you know, what he's done in his like career-wise, I guess, maybe. So... <laughs> So, yeah, so like, um, so Simon, like, shocks to your lineup that you thought, or did you thought you was going to play the team that actually started for you? Um, I never know now. Um, I mean, <laughs> Tierney either starts or comes off the bench because of his injuries. Um, Lacazette stopped playing because of Bamiang's comeback. Yeah, I was um, going to say, like, why, why do you think Lacazette's... So, you never really... It's just difficult to tell. He's, I mean, mm. the fact Tinney played and El Nenny played and he didn't start Zaka was a bit... Like, you, like before Tinney was injured, he was playing Zaka and Party. So. Yeah. Um, is Zaka uh, like injured, fact, though, is he? Or... Xhaka, um, is he a bit, I don't know. Injured, he picked up an injury, but... Um, oh, yeah, I think he did pick up an injury pre-game, didn't he, the other day? Oh, um, right. Before the game kicked off, um, but I can't. I'm not sure what his fitness was like coming back. Uh, he came on in the end, uh, mm. but uh, yeah, he's chopping and changing. You know, he played Bellerin, but Bellerin yeah. got injured. Chambers um, at right back was a bit of a surprise to me because I didn't think he was a right back at all. I thought he was a centre back. So yeah, no, he was play playing Callum Chambers, and I think he realised Callum Chambers is really good at crossing. I don't right. think. He realised that before because he played him against West Ham, and um, everyone was like, "Wow, he can cross the ball!" So well, he, he stayed back playing him game today, though, didn't he? He, um, didn't, he just left it to Pepe, didn't you, in today's game, just to get past Chambers? I don't think yeah. we're not past the I mean, halfway line. Fair, he was going down the left a lot. Mm. I, 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 yeah, there's just a lot of crosses. That's how we play. It's ridiculous the amount of crosses we put in the box. I don't know how Aubameyang signed a contract knowing. That he was just gonna have crosses coming in the box all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's exactly how um, 
Emery played. Like when you used to watch Emery go, you go to a match em- and you you spend half the time looking to the left and right because that's exactly where he plays football. And then Arteta yeah. came in and done the same thing. And everything goes down the left or it goes down the right. Um, I mean, Emery, though, like obviously, like knew his ways because he's used it before with, with Arteta. Strange that he's gone to the same route because Pep doesn't do that. And like he's learned from Pep Guardiola, and he's just almost thought, well, if this is what they did last time. I'll see what visibly, happens. Then. Visibly, as a fan, that's what it looks like. But I don't think that's what he's aiming for. I think he's aiming to sort of have people um, sort of in and around the 18 yard box in the corners of those 18 yard box to get him behind to cross the ball in. Yeah. But like, you've got to really hope that your opponent isn't dropping deep and. And it's got to be fast passing for that to work. Fast passing a movement. And... You were, you were yeah, quite pedestrian. Bit... You, you was quite slow, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah, when you've got Pepe is. and Saka yeah. on the wings and Aubameyang's quite quick and they're not using their pace at all. I mean, Pepe got... No. I thought Pepe was probably your best player on pitch today. And yeah, because he, he gave Mitchell an absolutely torrid time down that left side or the right side for Pepe, that is. And... Uh, but Saka, I don't think Saka did anything that I can remember. Really, he was he was just he was out of the game the whole game. You know, um, I mean, yeah, you can definitely see it's. I think they kind of like they're still trying out different systems. That's the yeah. way it looks. I mean, you look at like the way we're passing the ball or trying to get Kieran Tinney in behind to cross the ball. In. Yeah, I mean that's one way of doing something. But I mean, like, there's got to be other ways. But I, I just don't see how Aubameyang is going to score a goal because he, I mean, he's, he's got... not a header. He, he's not a Giroud. No, you know, and we we do that so often. The amount of times that we cut the ball back uh, and cross the ball and cut the ball back. Well, not, thing, like, on your bench, you've only got that's, one striker as well. Like, like frustrating thing but, watching. It, is that just because Paris play quite narrow? So they're trying to to, do, to match up against Palace. So because Palace are that narrow. You think you're going to be able to win it on the wing and then get whipped the crosses in? Mm. Yeah, because it was very, very similar. When you look at a lot of teams really. in the Premier League, they're all just, they're all similar when they defend against that sort of thing. So yeah. you're always going to come up against that every other or every third team you play in the Premier League. Um, I, I'm not. You know, right. We ended up winning. We ended up winning the game, and we won the. We, you know, I think it was the first time we beat you since like 2017 or something at Sellers, like stupid like that. Yeah. Um, when Arsene Wenger was in charge, but um, yeah, yeah it's, been, just, it's been a few. It's just similar things that you're just watching. You're just going nothing like it's still the similar, similar um, uh, things that are happening. I mean, Aubameyang as a as a goal scorer, you want him to be scoring goals. You don't want him to be seen struggling every week because that starts affecting just players and find, players around you and stuff like that. I find like watching Arsenal, like when you've had Lacazette and Aubameyang play. They feed off to uh, like of each other so well, and they they know where one's going to be because like they can switch whoever's going to be the person up front, and then one of them goes on the wing, and then they can come inside and let whoever's running down the wing take that over. So there's two of them in the box. Like mm. I wonder if like being Lacazette, they seem to refuse to play both of them together now, don't they? Like it's either one or the other, and Aubameyang because he's captain's the one that's getting above him, but. Lacazette this season, I've, I personally think, has been better than Aubameyang all year. Yeah, um, I think when you look at conversion chances that Lacazette has, though, he misses so much. But um, 
Ukraine. I think a lot also, Aubameyang's our club captain as well. So there's that yeah. sort of like. But then I look, you look at the stats. As, well. You look at the stats today. You had six shots, and three were on target, and three were the goals. Like you're not creating a lot of chances for yourself. Yeah, well, that's that's what like, I mean. Is like it's pretty bad. Like if you look at crosses to conversion of shots on target, I'm, I'm mm. sure there's a statistic for that. I, I don't know. It, it must be at the high up there because, or it must be a low conversion rate because you see it just happen on a constant basis. Like when we have players yeah. like Adi Bayor and Giroud, they love that sort of thing. Yeah, Bamiyang is very much a pass and move and then shoot kind of player in and around yeah. that area or getting in behind playing the ball through. Like that's why I think Sabayas he likes playing Sabayas because Sabayas likes those cut, you know, cut those through the cutting balls sort of thing. Vi- yeah, vision based yeah. passes that. I mean, but, um, what would you do? What would you do to change to change that? Like, if you had the option to change it, if you had some say, like, what what, what would you do? Change different formation? Or... I mean, there's obviously like, some sort of data that tells them that this is the right way to go, and they just need the right players and the right mind frame. But mm. you know, I'm I'm used to the triangle passing, the triangle passing and movement, and sometimes yeah. you, you know when you just watch a game, like even with like. Players like Zaha and stuff like that. You see him pass the ball and he just stands still and you're like, why don't you move? And yeah. then they'll pass back to him and then, you, and then he'll run at a player or something and then he'll chop back. The ball players do that too and you're just like, why don't you... Like if, you, you know like how Arsenal in the old days, mm. it was very much sort of like, it was like a game of snooker where you knew the fourth pass in a rhythm of passes and the player knew where to run into. Yeah. And... Um, you don't really, I don't really see that being asked anymore. You know, like where there's pass, pass, pass. Before that, the person that's first pass has run on into space. But I mean, it's a big change not, since I, then. Because, like, back in the day, you, you like, Arsenal wise, you was trying that kind of almost like perfect team go, goal. Like, you literally pass teams to death, and then suddenly you got it in the box, and then you're passing it into back in there. But now mm. you haven't got the players of that, of that quality personally. As well as no, we don't. You're you know right, that don't. that you know world class players back back in the days of Arsenal. You had basically a whole from midfield to forward line was world class. Now you probably got two or three that can do it. You know, and uh, yeah, and I think that's what Arteta is working with, isn't it? Kind of yeah. Well, I suppose like obviously he's got the Smith Rose, Saka. They 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 might become them, but at the moment he's he's treading on very thin ice. If yeah. you know, if unless the Arsenal board's happy to keep letting develop, and then in three years' time, you've suddenly got third, second league or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you can't have too much change in the summer, can you? Because if you no. start buying loads of players, then you could. What do you say, or do we give them another season to get all these players together? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure they've got the money to buy the players now. No. Well, yeah. If you run like a business, I mean, how much money does them make per game? Well, no. <laughs> Nothing at the moment, <laughs> yeah. No, but like on a normal season, you're looking at like a million or two. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, you've lost all those games, all those European games, all those league games, all those FA Cup games. Yeah, especially if next year, if you if you don't get Europe, like at least this year. I mean, you got you got one game to basically save your season and hope that other games around you completely. Yeah, again, but you that's know. pointless. That's pointless thinking like that. You know, our season was gone. You know, we lost. Yeah. You know, two or three games to two or three games to teams that we that we should be getting points from. 
And not mm. just that, it's not like we performed well in those games. It's not like we went, oh, yeah, we tried our best. We did well, well, it. Well, that's the targets, you know what I mean? Do you look at all your players yeah. now, though? Like, is Zabamian going to be happy about European football? Pepe, Lacazette, oh, God, ain't going to stay, is he? There might be something in his contract. Never know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. If he doesn't get European football, he's allowed a release clause or he's allowed something. How old is he? Who's going to pay for them, though? Let's let's play, yeah. Because no one's got any yeah. money. Yeah. So, so yeah. You're stuck with their he... wages. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of money because we know how Arsenal likes to throw out money for wages as well. <laughs> yeah. Now Ozil's gone. There's a whole free transfer key. Ozil's gone now. Like, to give that's, them yeah, a lot that's more. Point. <laughs> that's a big chunk of wages for the wage bill. Massive chunk of wages they got rid of there. Yeah. You know. But like. But then we went and spent it on Abamyang or some of it on Abamyang. I mean, realistically, Aubameyang's, what, 31 now? He's yeah. got... If he wants to move, he's got probably one decent move left in him. And... But the problem is now, at this time, we, this time, like, with everything we're going on with the pandemic, who's going to want to spend £30 million on a player that's 31 mm. and then pay 500 grand a week or whatever it is, 400 grand a week or something stupid, you know, what he wants? I think ultimately, the only way he's going to leave is on a loan. Where the, where the loan team well, pays to buy, buy or something. Yeah, well, not even to buy, just, just another team pays his wages for a year. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, the clubs aren't going to want to spend money on, on transfer fees when you've got other leagues where everyone's completely broke and you can buy a player on the cheap, yeah. on cheap wages, on a cheap transfer fee. Yeah. And take a risk on that player. And if it doesn't work, no one cares. Mm. Whereas if you take a risk on him and it doesn't work, everyone's going to be... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. Well, it, it, yeah. it could it could be good for you, like the, not having Europe issue. Cause, I mean, look what happened to Chelsea that time. They won the league, yeah. didn't they? They didn't have to worry about Europe. But at the same time, <laughs> I can't see it happening with Arsenal because even tonight they didn't play great. Full. Well, I think obviously it's the first. Sorry, go on. Um, the first thing it? that worked with the crowds, first crowds, wasn't it? Yeah, away game crowds. You know, some of these players haven't even played in front of crowds like that. Yeah, very true. So, I think that's got to be taken into consideration. But... Mm. Yeah. What was you going to say, Chris? Just could mention that, that um, I think when you were mentioning Chelsea and that the, they weren't in Europe, Chelsea aren't run like a bu- aren't run like a business. They run as a plaything. Yeah. So the, the yeah. money wise, it's completely different. Whereas Arsenal run like a business. Yeah. So unless they, they see it in the same way that Mike Ashley did when Newcastle got relegated, I thought, actually, oh, I need to to, to to throw some money at this to make this better yeah. so I can then make money in the future. Unless they see it like that, they might just be like, you know what, this is just our new normal and, yeah. and we'll just have to make money at this level. Yeah. In a similar way that they kind of settled for not being in the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, I mean, Arsenal, when was the last time Arsenal won Champions League? Two, three years ago now? A bit, a bit longer, maybe, uh, isn't it? Four. Three, uh, three four. Yeah. Four. And it's, obviously, your owners are there mainly to make money at the end of the day, and that's where the big money big money is. Like, and obviously, Chris is saying that, obviously, about the, the um, you know, obviously running it like a business and stuff. I mean, they're going to want that money coming back in somehow. Do they Do they spend to get that money coming back in or do they see how it goes, hope you develop your players, which is 
at the moment. Arteta, if you want to keep Arteta, it's probably the best thing to do because he knows the players now, he knows how they work and they're getting game time. Or do you get rid of Arteta again, like they've done with our previous managers, and hope for this, someone else comes in and then give him his X amount of money just to get us back to where we, we, we think we should be sort of thing. But yeah. Mm. I'm guessing... One thing I would say... Uh, on yeah. I was going to say, one thing I would say is that we just don't have another one. We rely, we're reliant on too many players. Like, if right. one gets injured, we've got no replacement for that person. You know, when Kieran Tierney came, he got injured. We had no replacement that, that yeah. we could follow suit with Arteta's plans. It's like he had to change stuff to suit that style of player that was covering. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, that's one thing I would say is we just don't have enough cover to well, suit Arteta. You've got the uh, Suarez, uh, isn't it? And he's more of a right-back than left-back, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's not designed to be a left-back. Yeah. Left I, I think mean, just it's... things like some, 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 some small things like that could cost you points. Not saying yeah. we're going to play well. I'm just saying it just cost you maybe just winning a game one nil or at least drawing a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, what about tonight's tonight's game though? So I mean obviously you're gonna be happy with the result. But Well yeah, we won a spot. I was like yeah. We haven't won there in ages. No. I was, I was like, I swear it was Arsenal Binger the last time we won there. Because <laughs> all of all of the times that we've it's always been draws over the last like two seasons, hasn't it? And I think you beat us three two. Then we beat three nil as well at Celeste as well, didn't we? Yeah, Kabai scored that amazing goal. Oh yeah! Right, that was a brilliant night. I was sitting in the half weight that that night. Oh no, but that was <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. was before we beat you. Yeah. Last uh, was was it? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that was. I can't remember that was. I think that might have been the same probably season. I don't know. No, no, it couldn't be the same season because it wasn't set apart. But maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe season I mean, after. I think, that. I think we dealt with the situation quite well up until the 60th minute. Um, well, this is what I was going to say. Actually, 60th you basically. Minute came, I mean, you could have scored like eight goals in the in that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, this is the problem. Arsenal, Arsenal in that in that 60th minute. As soon as it hit 60th minute, started time wasting. What is going on? <laughs> at the start of the second half. Yeah, the whole second half they started time wasting. I was thinking, what well, I know you're one you know, you're one new up on that, but look what are you doing? Like I feel like they're playing for points. Yeah. Time, even after the equalizer they're time wasting. Yeah. And it, it was Chambers, wasn't it? Uh, the right back and he was taking a throw and the referee still didn't book him. He warned him three times on the throw ones. <laughs> And he still didn't book him three times. It was like one of those Champions yeah. League stage games where you want you need to get a book in to be banned for a game that doesn't matter. Yeah. So you booked. You know, like Mourinho was the key for this, the time wasting. Yeah. Where you have those very to get booked because they needed to have a booking so that they had a clean slate for the knockout stages. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like so that. strange. If you see like a team, see team like Arsenal do that, it's weird. Is not one more yellow card that you can spend for the last game? Was that what you're trying to do? Like, yeah. How many cards has he got? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Well, Bellerin's injured, so he's trying to. He's trying to get Cedric Suarez in the last match. He's trying give to make him a game. Play. <laughs> give him a game. Because <laughs> he fake throwed it four times. Yeah. 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 And he blew the whistle once. He kicked the ball away. He refused to get it. Someone yeah. had to give it to him. He fake throwed it. Fake throwed it. Fake throwed it. 
all yeah. the time moving up the touchline. Yeah. Everyone was going nuts. And like, and yeah, like, like I can't believe he didn't get booked for it. And it was so yeah. like, I honestly felt he had like money on him. Well, I don't know. Like, I honestly felt that he, he wanted to get a booking so that he wouldn't be playing the last game or something. Yeah. He definitely yeah, so- wanted to get something. And the thing is, like, it could have changed our game as well. If, if Saha was going up against him with a booking, like, he's he's going to try and hold off. Otherwise, like, one touch and he could be sent off with half an hour to go as well. I just, I just couldn't I believe it what I was seeing. This referee would have the gumption to send off any players. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to book anyone either. Well, he, he kind of <laughs> had to with the Benteke, and, um, which actually, Chris, you probably didn't really see what happened because obviously we've seen it in replays a million times but Benteke on anything did you have a good view of it or no because it was the other side of the pit <laughs> right yeah <laughs> of course so like basically it was uh, Benteke went up for a like, header against I think it might have been Tierney or someone yeah, and Saka. was it Saka and yeah. he, you know it was just one of the ones he, had, he just outstrengthened him like yeah no it no it wasn't nothing... that sorry, sorry it just was? no I'm not saying it was a I'm not saying that I agree, disagree with you, but what happened was the ball came looping over and Saka moved to the right and Benteke just sort of like barged him and Saka fell over before well, he even it... jumped for the header. Yeah, but it, I'm not saying charge. that that was... Like, that, right. that's, that's yeah, it was something, it, yeah, it was something like that. It was like a yeah. shoulder charge or something like that, yeah. So it wasn't like he was... Strength, really. Yeah, it wasn't challenging yeah. for the air in the air. Yeah, it wasn't... And, and they hadn't even right. got to that point yet. It's like he no, like, no. blocked him, like, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is what I'm confused because the referee stopped it anyway for that. I was thinking, what the hell? And then just as the camera is about to pan to something else, all you see is El Nedi running up to Benteke. And then they've panned to something else. I'm like, what, what just happened? Like, what? And then, then they pan back and there's a melee of players. And then like what, like after it all happened, you see, look, what's going on? Why is El Nedi going over like a bellend? Like, why, what's, what's he getting so uptight about? And then when you see it a couple of minutes later, replay, Benteke's thrown his arm I think El Nenny was touching him on the arm or something so he's thrown his arm up but as he's thrown his arm to the left he's caught him with his elbow on the bottom of his chin but like complete accidental he was just trying to move his arm that way and just caught him on the bottom of his chin but I think the referee like VAR looked at it I think it was like three VAR calls in the first half wouldn't they or something and then a couple in the second half was realised that the VAR in the stadium was broken oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whoever was doing the PA, yeah, was waiting until after the decisions had been made before then saying VR's checking. Oh, really? So people, <laughs> so, so, so the referee made the decision and then would have done his whistle thing that they do, mm. say like yeah. start the ball be in play, and then the VAR message would come up saying VR VAR is checking. Oh really? Like, what? What <laughs> playing? A bit late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So there's a real delay, and then, then it would be like a and it would even be like VAR has checked this. It was yeah. VAR is checking. Yeah. And then it would be like the timing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. People would then sort of restart the game because the check had already been done. <laughs> so whoever was doing the, the kind of the PA for the for the VAR. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but they, they messed it up. <laughs> Seriously, so, so it's like one of them ones. Like we, like obviously, he's thrown his arm forward. He, it could have went any way, like any way with VAR because they they've given so many like silly red cards. But like well, they it's only had been one okay. angle. Yeah, it's always been okay as well. Yeah, it's just one of them angles. Like at the time, if they had the angle the other way, you could see. And then he would have had his arm, and he's just literally like thrown his arm away. And it's just unlucky caught him on the bottom of his chin. But 
the ref gave them both a yellow card for El Nenny coming over in the first place and being an idiot. And Beteke more just standing his ground and be like, calls him the melee sort of thing that happened. <laughs> so strange. Did you see the thing about Tierney or is it the um, left back? What Tierney? Like the yeah. um, the first five minutes, the, the, yeah. the, him yeah. going down, hold. But he he went down holding his head. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the head. Oh, no, the camera, he, didn't. he was holding his ankle yeah. on the camera. Well, yeah. In the stadium, I was within like he was holding his head. Oh really? So he he went down. You're right. He did hold his ankle. Then the hands went to his head when the referee came along. Oh really? And wow. that's when everyone went mental. That's why booed about it, right? Okay. Yeah, because he was started holding his head. Yeah, he's trying to get like con the referee. But the things like from that, it, even the commentators is like, oh, like Martin Keown, who was just oh, annoying all game. It was all just fucking Arsenal bum 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 bum. And it was like, just he said, oh, even he came out. I was like, oh, I think Tierney's just gone down a bit easy there. Joel got him, kick, tried to kick the ball away, you know, and he's ran just fell on the floor. And like obviously the head the head thing I didn't know notice that I thought he just um like was going down holding his ankle being a little bitch to be honest no no and then and then from that court well from, from very soon after that there was a um, Palace counter attack and I was quite frustrated at this point because yeah. he he took Zaha out in the Clint Hill style oh right and Clint Hill <laughs> style no one noticed. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just you that was shouting like, what the oh, fuck? I was going mental and, and, and like a couple of people around me noticed it but like, yeah, referees, no, none of the officials noticed it. And it's one of those frustrating ones. If Palace just looped the ball straight up yeah. and went direct, that that would have been caught cool and put on. But because we tried to pass it to Townsend before and Townsend was, but Townsend didn't have anyone to pass it because Zaha was on the floor. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I, I don't think I noticed that bit either. I remember Zaha being on the floor because they showed him getting up but I don't, I didn't see the. They didn't replay it or anything like that. Well, not, I remember them replaying about that anyway. Well, they were quite um, risky on their corners because they, they just had Tierney's on on Zaha and no one else back really. Yeah, and they had some weird formations on their corners. Like some of them, they they were Arsenal had like three players on the. So when they were attacking, they would have three players on the back post, kind of yeah. just in the goal. Yeah. And then, kind of, that's their starting position for the corner. Well, no, there's a couple of like weird corners where Gary Hill, Cahill, started from outside the box, and um, what like, defending? Wanted... No, no, no. Uh, sorry for the attacking the corner for the attacking corner. Started from outside the box on his own with his hands up. And I was thinking, is he going to go for a, just a volley? volley. Like, uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary Cahill is going to go for a volley. What's going on? And then there's like. They obviously worked on the training and then suddenly he just run around the back and he won the header. Fair play to him, won the header. And that caused like a melee happening in the in the box and sort of trying to get the ball out. But <laughs> when I first saw it, no one was there to you know, even stand on the edge of the you know, the the box and saying just in case he does make that run. So like Arsenal got away with just like leaving him on his own and luckily for Arsenal they, we didn't do anything from it. But I thought it was quite well worked that. Well, we zone on Mark, don't we? So we don't know. Yeah. Um, See, uh, zone on marking is it's it's it works. Okay. It, yeah, no, it's no okay. it works. No, it works, Mark. You look at the statistics; it works very well. Oh no, no, I'm not it's saying just, it doesn't work. I just think like it's okay sometimes, but you do need to no, kind no, of sometimes mix it up a bit. I think. No, you don't, Mark. It's just commentators don't like it because they like to blame people, and it is. 
Is that the marking fee complicated? <laughs> they can't blame someone because they don't know what everyone's assignments are. So yeah. they don't like it because then their commentary is a bit dull. And it's not like back in their day, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But there's a reason yeah. why every team does zonal marking, no one does man marking. Mm. Because man marking doesn't work. Um, I don't know. Man marking yeah. works to a point, though. Who does it? Who does it? I'm trying to think now. That's the problem. Lee. Lee does. Yeah, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lee. I just man mark everyone on the pitch and they run around. But apparently, apparently they're good to watch. But like Simon pointed out yesterday, yeah, amazing. Not... Like... <laughs> <laughs> again, they had like two shots or something in the game. <laughs> Amazing. So, are we are we bypassing the Jeffrey Slut stand on somebody's ankle? Yeah, it didn't didn't happen. It didn't happen. What happened? What happened? What happened? (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah, it it was a bit of the game. I've not seen any replay whatsoever. It was a quick review. I'm not being. I'm not being funny. I'm just saying this out. If that was Man United against Man City, that would be taken. Four minutes to be reviewed and double checking the rules. Or is, is it, I'm not saying it was red, but that was a quick review. It was a very um, quick review. Yeah, it was in the first half. There was like three bloody things anyway, weren't there? Like, but this yeah. one that was the first. That was the first one. And any given day with VAR, they probably would have given a red card. But when you look at it and they slow it down, Schlupp's clearly gone to keep the ball, and then the oh, yeah, player yeah. unfortunately planted his foot at the wrong time. And where else is he going to put his foot? Other than on top of that guy's foot, like so, yeah, the cards, yeah, because you know, he's still steps in. Yeah, as a, as a Palace a... fan, I was like, this isn't good when it goes to VAR. Oh no, they're looking at it. But <laughs> even those sorts of decisions, those sorts of decisions are the because, mm. like you say, any other day it could have been a red for some yeah. other team under some other circumstances. I think with those ones that it needs VAR just needs to just do a. If the referees or the people in Stockley Park just need to do like a quick 10 second like yeah. video thing of just saying like look it, we've given this because of X, Y or Z just to yeah. say it out loud like why it's not yeah. because at the moment it's kind of it gets a bit there's no kind of uh, why they haven't and why they or why they have given it it's, it's just, just too like much guessing um, game well, I think the problem is, is a lot of people when they, they look at the rules of the game, they, they they do it in the spirit of the rules, not in the actual rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people ref it in their head, in the spirit of the game, not on the actual what the rules are, the yeah. actual rules. You know, so if, you, if you break the spirit of a rule, someone will want a free kick for it or a yellow card for it. Yeah, I'm the same when I'm watching it. Like if you do things that that effectively. Yeah, against the spirit of the game, then it's very frustrating. Yeah. And that's why I get so annoyed about time wasting. Oh, so yeah. That, that, I just couldn't believe it was half an hour for less of the game that, that was time wasting. That's just the annoying thing about that. It was the start of the first start, start of the second half, Mark. Though, yeah. Time wasting the whole way through. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, it was more apparent when it hit the 60 minute because it was, it was just like, now that you're, now you're being obvious and the ref's still not. Well, no, because they weren't even attacking. Like, they're just, just passing around the back and we kept on winning the ball back. Yeah. And then just, it felt like it was a training session because no one was really. Yeah, we just started <laughs> We did yeah. just fight Yeah, we should have probably scored a second goal and in that, that in that whole spell there, in that whole sort of like first maybe 20 minutes of the, first, of the second half, we really should have uh, pushed for that second goal. It's just a shame we didn't get it because, like, we was at that stage, we was all over him. I thought 
It was just well, like getting a good chance off a good chance. and We almost got it in the oh. last minute. Yeah. Almost got it. Like that wolf chance. Oh, well, effectively, he, 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 he was one on one almost. Yeah, with like, Gabriel. Oh, they caught up. Yeah. He just caught up and said, ah. See, with that, that kind of thing, like, I still think Zaha's not fully fit because he clearly wasn't at full pelt running wise. Unless Gabriel's like a very quick centre back. He was with him the whole time. Like, I just find that Zaha's like lost a bit of like a yard or two with. Not being fully I'm, fit still, possibly. I'm not sure. So I think that's what he was particularly fast tripler. Uh, well, he normally, yeah, that's, I mean, he normally kicks it forward, doesn't he? And he runs onto it like a lot of times. But at that time, like he had the ball, he had a good, he had a good pace with it. Like and defender was moving the whole way. It didn't get anywhere near like the defender. Sorry, the defender was moving the whole time. Like and he didn't get anywhere away from him at, at the whole time. Like nowhere near. Like. You're thinking, oh, he's got a chance here because the defender was there the whole time, and I didn't think well, that guy was. Uh, really... Mark, he had a very good chance there. Oh no, no, it was definitely it was a good chance to get it, but it came came a nothing in the end because the out world had quite defended it. That's the thing. I think also he had help, so Wolf decided to cut back. Come and inside, then yeah. player that, and then there was another player there. It was like, oh, yeah. And then the most frustrating thing was like literally two minutes later, wasn't it? I'll snore up the other end. I'm like, oh, well, no, God. the ball hadn't gone out of play. So, so some Palace fans are still hoping for a VAR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. For the penalty. It, it, there was definitely contacts, but it would have been another one then kind of. It would have given at the start of the season. Now it's not going to get given. Who knows? Oh, no one knows what it is. Like, it's just, you just, there's things VAR now. Like, you just don't know, do you? Like, if it's, you know, even the goal, our goal, like we all celebrated. It's like it was a good minute or so after when we realised they was looking at it. Like everyone's gone back to centre circle, and everyone is Linda. Oh, they're actually looking for an offside here, and then they start looking for a foul to build up for it. To be fair, when I first saw it, I thought there's probably a foul in there somewhere. <laughs> he, he, had, he had, he had, well, there was, there was, arms. there was two fouls, but <laughs> there weren't two fouls. Yeah, yeah, like he had his like arm. Oh, I don't mean the way Elneny went down. Elneny went down so easily. There's about five players yeah. on the floor. It looked like to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I don't even necessarily Ben Taka. I mean, there's loads of players on the floor, so I thought you could. I mean, Kieran Tierney getting blocked at the front mm. place was a clear foul. You could, you could also argue for a penalty call play as well. For 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 Palace. Well, just yeah, for, for, from the amount of players that were going. Oh, have like, gone over yeah. Because, like there was just a lot of players on the floor, so you could have said, "Well, there's probably a penalty in there. There's probably a free kick for Arsenal in there." The, yeah. It's one of those ones where they're probably just trying to cancel it all out. And just... There's a load of things that could have been in that sort of thing at that time. Yeah, yeah. This is generally like with any free kick. Yeah. By the way, the quality of your VAR offside camera is shocking. <laughs> they put it basically in the halfway line, and they just shoved it so it looks left and shoved it so it looks right. I mean, you can't tell offside at Sellers Park with that camera. I mean, atrocious. <laughs> I was like looking at it going, how are they even going to judge that's offside? Because like, there's such know. an angle to it. I don't know where they, where they like, attach it to. I don't know where the camera is actually. Like, like you know, you look at like, so, the so pictures of the cameras. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, so you've got, so on that, on the Arthur, I think you've got about seven cameras. Yeah. 
I think, actually, I'm making that up. I think there's at least four in there. If there's seven right. cameras, there's not one. <laughs> down, down not the, one for the time. The the offside. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's, um, so Arsenal's first goal, like or Pepe. Do you think he should be doing more now? I mean, he got two goals in that game. How many goals has he got this season now, Pepe? Uh, seven, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, uh, and to be honest, you did look like your best player on the parts tonight. So, do you think it's just Arteta getting him finally into it after a whole year of not doing it, or next week he's going to be crap, and then it's going to be the week after he might be all right again? Is he just very um, inconsistent? It depends on the team, right? No, it depends. I, uh, it's just, when I watch all these players down the wing play, they cut back in and it frustrates the head out of me. Yeah. Today he wasn't. He was like passing it to a lot of people, passing it forward, which he like usually his negative play towards passing it back. So they switch sides and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what used to frustrate the hell out of me. Also, his selfishness. I think he's improved on on, on that a lot. Um, I think knowing when to go forward and attack, like yeah. in terms of like getting into the box, he's getting maybe a little bit better at that. Well, that's I the think, thing. His two goals cause, cause were getting came, into the box, wasn't it? So him actually getting first, in the right place at the right time was today, wasn't it? So yeah, because when he first, well, not first game, but even like this season, like he almost like he only wants to score one type of goal, and he'll right. just hover around the twelve-yard area of the box, and like when the ball's being crossed in, he'll sort of like back off of everybody and hoping the ball drops to him so he can curl it in. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. Not like actually attacking the near post or far post or actually throwing even himself in the box. And um, I mean, it was evident, obviously, in, in that particular goal that he scored um, today, but he's been doing that a lot more in Europa League as well. Okay. But I think, I think he's, impro- he's obviously improving, isn't he? But um, I think I think the way we scored that first goal, that was, well, Anderson Towser just gave up. But yeah. Um, yeah. he didn't bother tracking um, Kieran. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> thing, I thought. Joel Wall just like looked around and was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Uh, literally, I, I saw it happen, and as soon as it went over the the centre backs, and that I was just like, "Oh fuck's sake!" And I didn't. It was one of the things that I, I didn't even see Pepe at the time until like that that last sort of minute. I was like, "Oh for fuck's sake, how's he get there? Like, why is there no one else with him there at that point?" And it's like, really. <laughs> But you is see it? those sort of green shoots of goals like that. You see, oh, that's how we want to play. Yeah. Moving forward, everything is forward. Everyone's moving forward. Um, but we just haven't seen enough of it. Yeah. To... Well, it's kind of like the same thing happened for Martellini's goal as well. Near, near enough, exactly the same thing. It's like and then he's on his own in you know in the box. You're like, what? The, how's he? How again? Have we just they literally carbon copied the first goal with Martellini's goal? Mm. Like, how is he again? Got over behind our defence. And well, it had two touches as well. It wasn't just one touch this time; it was two touches, and we still couldn't get the ball from him. You know, and granted, the first yeah. touch Martin he did it took him away. It took him away from everyone. Took him away from Guaita. Took him away from Ward and everyone. But the fact he's been able to take that first touch and then the second touch for the goal, he thinks himself, "Look, what is going on?" You know. Yeah, I don't want this. To, I mean, it's just going to sound negative, but that was just a hit and hope cross from Odegaard. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was like, oh, I'm going to cross this in. Everyone's going to attack it. Like, nobody actually went for it. It's only because yeah. the, the, the way the ball bounced that um, Martin and he ended up 
sort of like coming in because the pace of the ball was quite slow. Um, yeah. He managed to get on it because he was the furthest out wide, but um, it wasn't going to reach any of the other things. I just felt, you know, you just felt like that was just a hit and hope cross yeah. from Odegaard because it was getting to late towards the end of the game. Um, and again, you... it's like things like that. It's like, that was lucky, I, I feel, and unlucky yeah. for you. It yeah. wasn't like there was a there was like something there that you can go other than tracking Martinelli maybe a bit better. But it's not like we absolutely dominated that particular yeah. passage of play to create that chance. You know, well, it's the thing. This is that's one of them games that <coughs> excuse me. That's one of them games that any any Palace fan to come away from and think how's that not a draw, like mm. minimum draw. And you think to yourself, like, how many chances you've had compared to Arsenal's chances? But Arsenal just were more clinical in that vital moment, like, where they need to be, sort of thing. Yeah. I think, um... Excuse me, Jesus Christ. I think, yeah, being in your midfield is so much more of a positive than being in your defence. Yeah, imagine I had some legs in midfield. It, yeah. It's nice yeah. seeing someone that's mobile. Yeah. Actually, you can like, run away under a little bit, yeah. But I think the I problem with it is... Just... The problem with our centre-backs is that, it's the, that without Sacco and without Tonkins for so long, we don't have any mobile centre-backs. So our other centre-backs are so, so slow that you <laughs> you can't really get away with it. You have to have at least one that's mobile. Yeah. It's not a dive. Yeah, yeah I'll slow yeah. dive, sorry. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I'm alright, yeah. Like a bit of drink just went down the wrong hole and it's just like completely screwed me. No, yeah, that's no, great. Like I saying it's uh Kote, um coming out of from the back four. Cause see it would like even when he was on the ball he's he's like composed in the middle, he could you know, he moved around a little bit more and he could get up and down, but um same time like put a surprise Tomkins, you know, played the full match. I mean, he's been out for most of the season. He came in for, what, 20 minutes the other day or 15 minutes the other day. And I thought maybe they'd put Coyote back there just to give him a rest and then put someone yeah, else yeah. in the field. Everyone kind of assumed when um, Riederwald was coming on that that, that was what was going to happen. But, yeah. but I think with him, it might be a bit different because it was an eye injury that kept him out for a long chunk. This is very true, yeah. Yeah. So he might have still been able to, to get on the treadmill and actually have to run in the lungs sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just might not have been able to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the ball's over the top with two Arsenal goals might have been the reason for that. Because <laughs> 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 they're pretty sure they did go over um, Tomkins' head as well. Now I'll come to think about it. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I mean, other than that, I mean, that's our you know, last home game season, I did um, the commentators put out put up a stat, and they said in our eleven years in the Premier League, um, Palace have never um, lost a last home game of the season, and until tonight, obviously, but, like, <laughs> I, was, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah normally it's kind of like we've already been relegated, so everyone just kind of goes at it. Yeah, yeah, or it's the um, Opposite of kind of it's a party moment because we're safe with loads of games left, and we all we, we haven't had many seasons where we finish badly. Yeah, we only have 
we've only had a couple of seasons where we've finished badly. Normally, we start badly. Yeah. And then finish well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we get a bit of a lucky into the last three or four games or so, isn't it? Like, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, when, when, I heard, when I heard it, I was just like, oh, really? And <clears throat> I, I didn't look up at the games. There must have been, I didn't look at the games of what they were, but. From my, head, from my head, last year it was Tottenham, it was 1 all. Yeah. The year before it was Bournemouth, wasn't it? And we just destroyed them. Yeah, we destroyed Bournemouth then, yeah. That was, that's five. I didn't know that. Maybe that was uh, two years ago. Four, four one wasn't it? I think that was Bournemouth one. Yeah, and it's the confusing one because we wore. That's why he was playing. We but he's wearing the last season kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's worn all the different shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and then was, who was the one after that? That would would be. In... Fuck. Don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of them were like draws as well. I think it's quite common to draw your last. Oh game yeah, yeah. It wasn't wins. It wasn't wins at all of them. But yeah, draws it wouldn't surprise me. But like, it's just that we haven't lost our last home game. Like, you know, bloody Arsenal come along. You know, as they do. <laughs> they they dis- they destroy their record of not being able to win at Sellers for the last four years. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so right, obviously, uh, what can you get up to? Uh, now, Simon, is it like uh, seventh, the highest you can get to, do you think? Or Did West Ham win? I don't know, yes, actually. They won 4-1, for the 3-1. They won 3-1, oh, wow. Yeah, um, it was close for a while, I think. Right. So, yeah, okay. right, I'm looking at the table. So, so yeah, we can are... only get seventh now, I think. Yeah, one point behind Tottenham, one point behind Evan. And you need to get seventh, which is Tottenham. So if yeah, Tottenham lose, Tottenham they lose they got, I think they got Leicester. Yeah, and you, who you yeah. got? Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Leicester, Leicester need to win though because they're out top top four at the moment. Like Liverpool. Well, we can today. do you a favour if we if we beat Brighton, then obviously they don't finish above you. But if they yeah. win and you <laughs> and you lose, they go above you on goal difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and can't be having that like. Cannot be having if Arsenal end up bloody especially a team that can't Brighton, score. <laughs> Arsenal losing to Brighton, that'd just be just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but, that'd be very. You annoying. know it's going to happen. <laughs> no, because they never finish above us. I mean, they, they rarely, rarely finish above us. I would just love us to get a, a point against Liverpool, and like Liverpool fans hating us even more than they already do, just because Leicester win their last game of the season and go into fourth, and Liverpool have to play in Europa League. Yeah, but also remember that, that Arsenal aren't competing for Europa League. That they're, they're they're competing for the conference. Oh yes, the conference uh, Euro- European thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's still Europe. Still Europe. <laughs> it's still a statistic. Still a statistic for an elite Super League club. <laughs> It'd be like remember, like remember, like the only one club from a good country goes into this competition. How horrible is this competition going to be? <laughs> Well, in fact, Arsenal's going to be pretty bad. It's, it's going to be a lot of away days in in like Eastern Europe and in like oh yeah, it's going to be some Northern random like Moldova and stuff like that. I think well, it'll be the teams that didn't qualify for the Europa League almost. Mm. So I think it's built up with mostly the teams that wouldn't qualify normally for the Europa League. So, so like Arsenal best... might get something out of this one. They can actually come away, you know, with results. Right. 
I do kind of, I haven't checked this, but I do kind of hope that if you win the conference, you get a spot in the Open League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's find out yeah. more about this um, uh, Europa Conference League thing. Not really. All I know about it is from Football Manager. <laughs> oh, really? No, they've yeah, updated the system for it. Well, yeah, it's been in the system for like two or three years, and it, it comes up and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. I've never been in a team rubbish enough to qualify for it, so I have no idea how it works. Yes. <laughs> so just to wind you up, out of seven attempts at playing Brighton in the Premier League, we've only beaten twice. <laughs> Not bloody you don't, need, you don't need to beat you. <laughs> and only one, one of those times has been away, uh, been at home. Oh, I'll be happy with draw, to be honest. Like, as long as you get draw. <laughs> like, if you lose, that's where the problem is. Like If, if you get draw, fair, you know, that's fine. <laughs> keeps them below us for another year and they can still say oh but we're clearly a progressing team it's like well clearly you're not progressed that bloody well have you you know it does remind me that argument about how they were Premier League ready and, yeah. how many, <laughs> and that was that was their first year in the championship because we were talking about being Premier League ready yeah. and how long <laughs> did it take them to get promoted freaking ages that's <laughs> <laughs> me they got all this new ground for whatever it was cost them a lot absolute fortune uh, yeah that's it and not, not just that like you've got to think um, a lot of Brighton fans also are Arsenal fans so either way the fans Chelsea be happy as well Chelsea fans yeah a lot of fans will be quite happy anyway so like whatever the result is oh, yeah. <coughs> excuse me so, um, Arsenal for the future though this season, uh, next season though. What what do you hope you improve on, Simon? Or what do you impro- hope to improve your team as? Like, what positions do you think you should buy for? We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. No, you don't. You don't I think you can talk about. I think we'll buy maybe a couple of players, and like I said before, I think we're gonna buy buy covering players. I think we might buy a right back that's more dangerous than Calvert-Lewin. Um, but we spent money on Gabriel. We're going to keep him. Yeah. We like the idea of Rob Holding. Um, we like. He does get a lot of things, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, we we have bought Thomas Party, so all you could maybe argue is that somebody would come and sit next to him instead of Zaka. But then we've got players like Genduzi out on loan. So what right. do we do with those sorts of players? Then Was we've it got that got rid uh, of Genduzi. Like yeah, well, they had that. Well, this was ironically it was the Brighton game, wasn't it? He said he wasn't going to let him because it because we Brighton scored in like the ninety fifth minute or something like that, wasn't it? Right. Um, and he about said, that, yeah. or something stupid like that. And uh, Genduzi got in a fight at the end of it all or something. Um, and uh, oh, was this the one that was fighting the tunnel kind of thing? I think so. And he said he right. didn't want. He didn't want Gendouzi in the team anymore. He was toxic or something like that. Because he was too—he was young and. You'd hope this so, yeah. move sorted him out a bit, then maybe. He's, well, yeah. So he's got to come back, and then you look up front. Are we going to buy anyone else other than keeping seventy-two million pounds worth of Pepe? Probably not. We've got Saka. We'll probably end up buying players for covering positions. That's yeah. my thought process. And then um, when you look, Martinelli, I suppose you've got his well, haven't you? So. Yeah, and but I think when you have players like, like Odegaard and Danny Ceballos, we're not going to try and buy both of them. They both are known, aren't they? Yeah. 
yeah, we're not going to try and buy both of them. If we was to buy them, we'd buy one of them because I'd find both of them. One of them would sit on the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they both so, sit on the bench tonight, though, didn't they? Which is well, odd, yeah. really. I mean, there's, right. yeah, there's a, there's a degree of all this hope from Arsenal fans, but I think realistically, it's going to continue. Um, I feel like we might buy maybe another marquee player if we was to get rid of somebody like Lacazette. Yeah, um, you, you and, think um, you got to sell off before you go for another marquee sort of thing? Yeah, but I think mean, you know David Luiz, we obviously a covering defender for him that's leaving. But then we've got Maitland Niles coming back. Are we going to sell him? Are we going to sell Joe Willock with the form that he's shown against Newcastle? It'd be Newcastle? silly, silly to sell Willock the form he showed. Six and six is yeah. now, isn't it? But um, that's crazy. I think, I think when, yeah, when you look at it, I think I think we might end up getting rid of some players like youth players that have come in and Arteta's not too sure about, like Enketia maybe, to cover. Well, this is the thing. Enketia get... was your top scorer yeah. for most of this season, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he, he just doesn't seem really to get a look at like, yeah. yeah, but even when he's played, he's, he's not really performed. He doesn't really look like he wants to play. He right. feels like he wants to go to a club like... Um, or like Newcastle and get like games if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, I'm surprised you didn't send him on loan now in January. To be honest, like to get that game well, time because surprise. We obviously had a lot of injuries. <clears throat> oh right. So we had we didn't have a lot of cover, so we had to keep. But um, but then you look at our defense. We got Pablo Mari still. I like him as a defender. Um, but then I can't see him. It would be him or Gabriel. I don't think we're going to play two left left footed. Centre backs, yeah, I think that'd be too dangerous. Especially they're 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 left but dominant centre backs like Gabriel and Mari. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not like they've got a really good right foot. So as much as yeah, like I say, as much as I think that we've all got not, I don't even think we've got a hope that we're going to buy players, but I think we think that we're going to buy maybe a few marquee players. But yeah, yeah, I think. You know, I know there's like some talks of like us buying, trying to get certain players and stuff like that. But I think realistically, it's we've we've got a Bamiang. He's there may be a marquee striker that comes in. In my opinion, I think Lacazette might go, but I think yeah. we're going to end up maybe with a marquee striker. But we've just we've just given Balogun. We we locked down Balogun. What's um, Balogun? Is he a striker? I guess or. Yeah, he's a striker. Um, a youth, youth player, is he? Or... Yeah. Because I've never heard, never heard um, of Balogun, to be honest. Like, but then you, you watch him play, and he's got a great left foot. He's right. like built, you know, holding up the ball as well. Um, well, which is good. Then if you want to keep, that, but... if you want to keep crossing in the ball, then then maybe he's going to be the one to yeah, use. Yeah, he's then. not very tall, I don't think. Oh, he's, he's just, just strong and quite... humble. Right. Yeah. But, uh... Okay. So, yeah, I... I did just uh, I looked on internet quickly and just saw that you're linked with Sanderberg, like one of Chris's favourite players on Football Manager, uh, from Sheffield United for seventeen point two million quid. Everyone's yeah, defensive midfielder. Though. So if you get rid of Xhaka, then maybe because his defence plays exactly the same position, doesn't he? So... We will get rid of Al Nene. I don't, I don't. This is what I don't actually know because I don't know if Arteta even knows. Yeah. You know when you feel like 
like I watched the team today and I was like, how many of them are going to start next season? And I looked at it and I said, I reckon 90% of them might start. Yeah. I, I don't, I think people are expecting like us to get another really good defender or another really good midfielder. I don't think that's going to happen. Who, who does your transfers? Have you got a dra- director of football or is it Arteta? Edu, isn't it? Oh, Edu's your director of football, right, yeah. So, is is he the one that's like making the, you know, the shouts for the, Thing, or is it Arteta's call to say I think this is Arteta's, what I want to go get him no I think it's between the two of them I think Arteta's allowed to say no, I don't want him my team sort of thing. if we can get yeah, if we can get this person right. we will try and get him um, uh, but I don't but then there's obviously a must buy to base on scout information as well stuff like that that's it Right. Um, okay. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, person, person. From what I'm seeing tonight, you need a much better midfield. Like, partly, obviously, still learning the league a bit more, but just like El Nini, like since you've had him, has never been strong enough for you. And Xhaka plays good every two, three games. It seems, or so, like when he wants to play. And then you finally get a run of games and they do something stupid with, with Zaka. And you're just like, what are you doing? You know? And, well, like I said, if, you, if you're if you going to constantly keep going cross, 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 then you need someone in the box that's going to want to get on the end of crosses because a bang man from when he was at Dortmund liked coming off the wing anyway. So you either play a bang man off the wing and then Lacazette up there and then them two work the, the, what they did before work together well, but or maybe you get a big strike and put a Bamian back on the wing, and he could be the one that's crossing in for him, and as well as going for the shots from outside the box. It does feel like a waste that's of right. wages having both of them on your yeah. wage bill when you you won't play both of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially as you're going to be going from and playing two games a week to, to to one game a week. Yeah. So you, yeah. They're gonna have a lot less games next year if you're not in Europe. Yeah, and then that yeah. that will change things a lot. I think to be honest with you, I don't think a huge amount's gonna change because I don't think you can move any of them. Mm. Yeah, you're very lucky, that's the problem. lucky yeah, to move Erdogan, but but anyone, I, I just don't think you could move players because some of these players are either they want too much money before COVID, yeah. and you're just having trouble moving them anyway. Or now with COVID, after COVID. Teams just don't have money to, to, to kind of throw around on players from from. from. Mm. So you, you, either you're gonna end up still paying most of their wages while they play on loan in another league or something. Yeah. Or I just don't think I think you need to clean house of players. I just don't think that, that can happen until a couple of years down the line, almost. Oh, I think Arsenal tried that though, didn't they? They tried to clean house of players. Um... Just after Wenger left, wasn't it? And they tried to say, right, fresh start, someone else come in, and then they didn't buy anyone. And it wasn't until you bought, um, I think probably Lacazette. I think was it Lacazette with, with before with Wenger or not? You bought someone Lacazette in for Wenger, yeah. Yeah, so you bought in. So it wasn't Lacazette. You bought in someone, and it's like, oh, Arsenal's finally spent some money. But then they stopped buying. They, they literally just bought that one player, and then you bought in a lot of youth, young sort of players. And you think, oh, what happened to clearing house and you know starting again, sort of thing? And it didn't. It never really happened. And maybe this time is like with 
COVID and stuff, maybe this is the time to clear house, so get people off your wage bill, oh, and then that's the problem. Well, well no, no, obviously, no, yeah, like you said, maybe before, like maybe loan the players to get them off the wage wage bill, and then you loan them too. Like you only have well, two domestic loans yeah. for most teams. Everyone's in the same boat. So the only leagues that have money at the moment is the Premier League. The 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 kind of German league's gone down ten percent in terms of thingy of um TV money. Yeah, and their TV deal's gone down that much. The French TV deals collapsed, so they have no money whatsoever. You look at the Spanish club; all those Spanish, the big Spanish clubs, all up to debt in their eye about balls. Yeah, I said this to Simon yesterday about Neymar. Cause Neymar's just signed a new contract for PSG. Where does that put PSG now to buying anyone else? I don't think they can then. To spending that much, money I don't know because on his on his contract, and he's got to want more money, isn't he, to stay there? You don't know that. I, I think it might be that he's happy to take the same terms and just have that security. Maybe it just seems like these like Neymar just seems a player that's always unhappy unless you say here goes a load of money. Possibly, but like, Mark, not being funny, he did stay in San Santos for two more years than he needed to in order to win things that's in Brazil. Very true, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have become mega rich way younger. Yeah, everyone wanted him at that yeah. point, and he stayed there to play in the, the Club World Cup. Yeah, that's true. And to win the Cup of the Little said so. So he he did stay there, and he stayed there and didn't make much money while he was there. Mm. Before transferring to Barcelona, Barcelona, and, Barcelona yeah. and I don't think Barcelona was for money because apparently other English teams were willing to pay him more. Oh, really? So yes. he's been, he would probably learn willing to learn from Messi, I suppose, more than yes. It, it was a kind of a deal of because everyone wants. Do you remember like the kind of? I remember it's like massive thing. It's a bit like the Haaland thing, wasn't it? Like where yes. everyone everyone wants him, but like my my agent's going to tout him to everyone. And Did, you know, his agent's his dad. Who Harlands? No, um, Neymar. No, Neymar's. Neymar's, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there was a weird thing in when he signed PSG, wasn't it? Between his dad and him, that had saying had to be in the contract to, for saying about his dad or saying, if I remember right. But then it was like a big thing as well. Like, well, you're not supposed to be giving money to the agent any other ways, like agent fees or saying, if I remember rightly. There's a big, it's either him or someone else. I can't remember, but it's like their dad's the agent. Saying it was a weird contract dispute, I can't remember, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I've got a question for you. Sorry, yeah, yeah, started, right? out of the 11 that started today, Palace, yeah, when, when you get a new manager, who, who starts the first game of next season? Well, who's depends who signs a contract, really? <laughs> I mean, there's in well, that no, team today, I, I, I think there's, there's half, I think half of them in that team today was is out of contract, I think. No, it's not that that it's high. Not that many. No, because so it's Cahill, Cahill, Ward, Benteke, uh, Ward, Townsend. Uh, is Tompkins out of contract? No, Tompkins is fine. No. Uh, yeah. That's it. So yeah, four, four. Okay. Look, nearly, nearly half. I was good guess really. Without thinking about it. No, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> two players short. Two players short. I say five. You're a third maybe. short. I say five and a half, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think like it's hard to say because I mean, me, me and Chris have touched on it before of who who we think should stay and who shouldn't. Who should, but, who I don't think it's, 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 right. I mean, no, it's not necessarily that. It's, yeah, no, no, no I, I think from the point of view of it depends who the what the style of football is. Yeah. At the moment, all, we, there's no um, 
all the players, all the managers we've been linked with, there's no consistency in terms of style. Yeah. So Sean Dyche is four four two and no other way. Yeah. So 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 then you'd assume Benteke would start, but whereas the other ones, who knows what kind of style of football they're going to play? Are we going to end up with a manager that likes free at the back? Are we going to end up with a manager that wants to play gang pressing? If 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 it, if it is Mal, I think there'd be very few players to start because he he will want young, energetic players that are going to get about the field, and we haven't got many of them at the moment. See, I, I haven't mm. seen I haven't seen Barsley play all season until the playoff game the other day. Yeah. I watched it because I thought, oh, I didn't realise playoffs were on today and they're both on the same day. So I watched it, I was like, yeah. I couldn't believe how much long ball there was. Long ball after long ball. And it was long balls to no one. It was just like, keep getting the ball up there. I can't believe how they got into the playoffs with that philosophy. Yeah. Like, what the, the clock philosophy? I mean, it is game compressing. It is very direct. It's just they're not very good at the balls. Yeah, yeah no, they definitely <laughs> so the, yeah. the standards are much. <laughs> it's exactly what Liverpool do. Mm. Effectively, it's win the ball high up the pitch and then go for the throw as immediately as they can. Yeah, and and, and that's what they do. That that is the kind of the, the style of play. I was so, interested to, to with him, haven't we? That's the thing. And I was like, yeah. I'm not sure if that would work in the Premier League, though, would it? Like. With, with the players look, at, look, look at look at the players that that, that Barnsley have. Barnsley have a budget for a relegation team. Yeah, they have no money. Well, they're he's saying doing apparently that that's the youngest from... the youngest squad in the league as well. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing so, a lot of youth players as well. They put through. Well, it's just I think it's just free agents from from all over the place because that right. what you're looking for is a very different skill set, mm. and effectively it can work. That's the thing. Now, if that's the, if that's the um, way that we're going to go down, then it, it will be interesting. It'll be good. I'd quite like us to go down that route. Right. The issue we've got with that is that our current squad isn't the squad for that. Isn't a squad for that at all. No, need legs. I guess <laughs> we haven't got many legs. Yeah, yeah especially you need players that just kind of run, 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 run. Yeah. you need a team of MacArthur's. Yeah, yeah. And well, at least he gets a contract for ten years, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I mean? That, that, that we we don't have any of the players built for that. No. no. So you, you'd be looking like not necessarily to, to get a, a new twenty-two, but but you weren't far off that. Like, yeah. It, it's kind of like we've got a couple of young players. That I think probably would do well in that system. But yeah, I mean, and, and this is the thing. I think that's too much of a risk. I think it's too much of a risk to unless all we're saying is that during the summer we're bringing people that have a good engine on them, maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's, that's what... But it, if you look at what's going... is doing well abroad, if you look at the Red Bull teams, that's how the Red Bull teams... All the Red Bull teams play like that. Yeah. So if you decide that that, that is the system that we want to go down. But the yeah. problem with it is, is it is... Uh, and by... We kind of have set up for it in a way because we have got to this point where we've got so many players that are going to, contracts are going to run out yeah. you'll have money to spend on people you'd and have the to money... forced, you're forced to spend it on the people you need to bring in this for that formation I guess yes and that style of play so you yeah. have to bring in a lot of players for that but the thing is with that style of play you don't have to bring in players that necessarily are expensive because they don't need to be so good on the ball they, they just have to be Effectively, you need players that are kind of much more the qualities you're looking for are different. Yeah. 
So you're looking for players that you're looking for fullbacks across the ball. You're looking for, for players that can run. You can look at, look at attacking players that can get behind the, the kind of the back line and attacking players that will will press constantly. Yeah, yeah. And then you're looking for midfielders that can get up and down the pitch. And generally speaking, there's a, there's a lot of them available. There's a lot of teams that are looking for that. There's a lot of teams that have been buying that up. Yeah, and doing quite well out of it. If you look at it from the point of view that Barnsley's budget is incredibly small for, for the championship, yeah, They're a team that, that is, is run. I mean, they almost got relegated last year. Yeah, they were not yeah. doing well at the start of the season, mm. and now they're in the playoffs. So, so as far as I'm concerned, that that shows it, it that, works the way yes. that works. I suppose, yeah. But would it work in the Premier League with a? A team that well, it's what Southampton does. This is what Southampton does. This is what the the issue we have with it is that players get knackered, yeah, and there will there will be stages in the season where you could not buy a win, and it gets a bit grim. Yeah, what happened to Southampton? Southampton just at the moment they're on free fall. Yeah, but they have the good times as well, and you kind of have to kind of um, take the good with the bad. So Southampton are doing it currently. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and they're having they're having a bad mixed results. No, but the, yeah, the form is really bad. Well at one point, wasn't but, the thing, yeah. yeah, at the start of the season, they're doing great guns. At the same yeah. time, next season, it's not going to be so um, such a, a kind of squashed season. You're going to have bigger gaps between games. Yeah, because you've got to remember, not half Premier League teams have massive gaps between games. Mm. On a normal season, it, you can. I mean, you only play about what. Three midweek games in a normal season? Um, I'd say two, really. Oh, sorry, the whole season, you mean three midweek? For so the whole season. season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Because there's one at Christmas, there's one at for there's one for Christmas, there's one at the start of December, and there's one, I think, in January or February. Yeah. And then that's it. So Simon the Arsenal fans that. doesn't know that. Simon the Arsenal fans doesn't know that because Arsenal always in Europe, so... <laughs> there's very rarely... In the Premier League, there's not that many midweek games on a normal season. Yeah. It's just at the moment we're we're in this weird kind of kind of catch playing because you're catching up, yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact, the, fact the season the season is still near that high. Because <laughs> uh, of the international games and sometimes the international games overlap midweek, you... they come back national on a yes, Sunday maybe. and then they play on a Wednesday. No, but but again, bottom half Premier League teams, only half your teams are internationals. So mm. yeah, the international weeks are a bit of a pain, but but for the majority of your team, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, mm. they're okay. still training like normal, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're looking at it from Palace's point of view, our internationals that go out every week, you've got what from this season, you've got Luca in and out of the squad, PVA's in well, the squad, not... retired this season. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he wasn't so, in and out of the team before. He was in and out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I say? Ayu, Zaha. It's 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 it's, it's got to be the international setup or not? Yeah, he's just he's been, been chosen for the Euros as well. He's been picked. international, not not. Oh, Schlup. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't oh, hear you say Schlup. Sorry, I was like Benteke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I moved on from Benteke. I was like, what Schlup? Uh, is he in the setup or not? I, I don't even know. know. I don't even know to be honest. I'd be very surprised if he isn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're talking about five or six players. You're not talking about the whole squad. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, it's, it's a bit, so, so the football season for these players is very different. Yeah. They just end up carrying like normal as well, and they don't get two weeks off themselves or a week off themselves. They just train like normal. That's why teams yeah, struggle to well. come back, don't they? A lot of big teams come well, back to just... national football and struggle sometimes. Yeah, and I think at one point Norwich were really good at it. Mm. But they were really good the week after the international week. So yeah. they, on one of their squads, not, they didn't have any international. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was a particular year. It was, it was ridiculous. They didn't have any internationals. And after the <laughs> international break, they were like amazing. Yeah. They just spent <laughs> the last few weeks weekend. just preparing for one match. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, 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 I think, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I think, Joe speaking, like, we don't know because it's all up in the air. Who knows who's yeah. going to be yeah. in favour or out of favour? Yeah. If you look at what what kind of what like um, De Boer was trying to do at one point. Oh yeah, that was. I still think was... with De Boer, he just wasn't given one time. It wasn't. Um, no, I don't think he it, it was in proper free fall. No, yeah, he, I don't he, think he, he planned, planned it. To he... bring the players to what he that he wanted to change it all around for. Did he? He, he brought in Riederwald and. Uh, Fuzzy Mentor and Fuzzy yeah, and some one more person, wasn't it? I can't remember who was it. Is it Townsend? No, no, no Townsend was there. Townsend didn't fix Townsend was a problem for because he wanted to play him right back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so that's how bad it was. Luca, <laughs> he, he, he said Luca wasn't quality enough to play centre back. Yeah, he said Joe Wald couldn't play football at all. Yeah, he, he was sent off to the kids. Yeah, there was Delaney uh, sent off to the kids as well. Like all, all the all the kind of um, the players that had kind of maybe a bit of voice in the squad, wasn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. it, it, it was any player that, that effectively wasn't suited to the style of football. Yeah, yeah. But like, I do think like maybe like he didn't bring enough play, players, and that's that's my worry for this this next manager is if they do want to change it to their own thing is. They get two players and like, eh, that should be okay, you know. And he's like, no, 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 no. I we don't need more than two players to do what you want to do. But, so there's a couple of things here. That was under the old structure where it was just parish. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now we've got, we've got a Freeman. You've got a better scouting and kind of buying team, looking at what to get, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So it's a better plan. And generally speaking, I think that they kind of almost. I think they've probably already got the person. They're just not not announcing it yet. I reckon it's either that or it's the deal's basically on the table for them to say. Because the thing is, because then you you kind of you're ruling out um was it Copper and um was it Cooper so Cooper and um Ismail at that point. Because I can't oh, imagine no, no, the... not not ruling out saying that that we've got Lampard. Definitely, I'm saying whoever they've got, they've already. No, no, but what I'm saying is I'm, I'm ruling out those two because they're currently on a playoff run. They're not going to do oh, an interview yeah, now. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, yeah, of course they're not going to do an interview and say, oh, my team might be in the Premier League next year, but I'm going to yeah. be playing against them with another team. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily be doing an interview right now if you're kind of in that role. You're not going to be doing the best interview, are you? You're going to be a bit... Mm. You, well, you're not going to want to interview at all. You're just going to want to concentrate on getting... And technically, really you have to get permission as well from the team involved, so... That's very true. There's only what. So I don't know whether two two people that um that we've been linked with that just don't have a job, do they? That's Howe and uh, Lampard. And Howe looks like he's got a job. Celtic. 
Who's that? Vera, Vera got a job. Oh, don't want Vera. Fucking hell. No, but <laughs> he, he, he is someone that's linked to the job. Is he really? Jesus yeah. Christ. That's like saying Henri. Henri's done bugger all. Like, <laughs> no, has done a couple of jobs here and there. He's, he's I know he's done a lot of jobs, but he's done bugger all with the jobs. Like, no thanks. Like, what about Chris Wilder? Have we been linked with Wilder? You know what? It's one yeah, of the things yeah. I actually forgot about Wilder. But have, have we been linked with him? Or is he quite happy just to sit around for next year? Do you think? No, like, I, I think he probably will job. I just don't know. Hmm. I mean, there's also Fonseca, I suppose, actually, the ex Roma boss. But I don't know if that's more just come from the guy on Twitter that's the Roma fan. No, he says the opposite. Oh, really? Okay. He says that. That's uh, uh, not a go. It's not a go. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know if not that's just, that just, just him saying. There's two literal ones that I think that are out of the job that linked. And it looks like he's going to Celtic anyway. Like, and then the others, you've got to pay some sort of. Um, out clause or tank or for the contract really isn't it competition yeah. that, that, that really matters like if you want to spend X amount on a player you probably pay that's what I don't get about manager transfer fees yeah. <laughs> you're a manager you really like wouldn't you be willing to pay loads of money because he'll stay at your club forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well speaking with Dyche as well he's been very loyal to Burnley and they've said every year that by the way you ain't got nothing to spend but, you know he's no, he's, he's gone with it and he's worked for him and he's he's he had a lot of control though. I think it's a bit different. Mm. Because I mean he he was he was I'm trying to best like but he he wanted to put money into the youth academy, he wanted to put money into the training facilities, he wanted to put money into to, to X Y. Only, only way to do that was not to not spend money sort of thing. Yeah. So he was involved in the decision making. Yeah. To say you know what, we're a club that's gonna be run properly, we're gonna be run, run as a club that's gonna make money. We've got to or at least be self-sufficient. So we need to then, yeah, we need to be strict on what we do, and that he had to have a strict wage structure as well. Mm. So no one in Burnley makes a lot of money. They all make around the same kind of money. Yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no big owners. There is a no egos no. all the fault. Because and also, I mean, at the moment, the, the thing with them is they have got a new ownership structure now. Yeah, they've so had more money to spend this year, haven't they? No, they won't. No, yeah, they've borrowed. They've done the same thing with Glazers, so they did a, a, a um, what's it called a leverage buyout. So they bought oh, the right. club and then loaned loads of money to then pay for buying the club. Oh right, okay. So, so they went from being debt free to being having loads of debt. <laughs> All to run a football club, eh? They must be fans, I'm assuming. No, the the as it, so the, the debt is Burnley's debt. So oh, they, right. they've. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So the, the football club itself, Burnley, had no debt really. Oh, now because of that, they've got debt. The football club's got loads of debt. Yeah, and the the people that own it is like um, some Americans that have a scouting um, app. An app where oh, oh, where, oh. You, where we're literally where effectively looking to use it as kind of advertising for their scouting app, where you kind of say how quickly you run, you can do cone drills, how quickly you can do this, how quickly you can do that. Right, okay. So there might, people, there might be a new Burnley player coming from the app because he's quickest on the no, on turning it, around. It's not circles. for that level. It's not for that level, right. is it? It's for a much lower level. But it's going to be used, I think, as a kind of promotional tool. Right, so okay. look at our app. 
expensive way to advertise behind a football club. It isn't because they've not bought the football club. They've borrowed oh, money. Oh, right, they borrowed it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, well, yeah, any, any, anything else you want to add to uh, talking about Arsenal, Simon, from t- for tonight? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to win the league. Yeah. I was, I was, I think I was more pissed off than the way we didn't fucking draw. I walked out the room. Oh, this shit. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least, at least I um, got the date right today. Um, when oh I'm yeah, sure. that's the one I was going to ask. What, what are you? What was you two on about? <laughs> what the hell is Simon on about? I'm so confused. He hadn't told me and he hadn't mentioned it yet. What What the hell are you on about? You know when we played Villarreal, the second leg? Yeah. Yeah, so we played on Thursday. Um, yeah. Chris messaged me in the morning going, yo, you want to do a pod after the Arsenal game? Right. That was it. So he messaged me. Uh, so I said, is that all it was? So I said, <laughs> I said yes. Yeah, no, I said, oh, because you want to rub it in. And he went, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. And then he was like, going to get tickets tomorrow. And I thought, because I'd read in the, uh, the news that they was letting fans in, that in general, he was just going to get tickets to a Palace game. Not talking about the Arsenal Palace game. <laughs> so anyway, I went, oh, cool, or something like that. The next, then I messaged him going, how are you going to do it? And he was like, through the Anchor app, you need to, get an ID so done all of that and then he said to me um and then I said oh well I think I said to him something around the just after the Arsenal game I said what time do you want to start and he was like no after the Palace Arsenal game not not now <laughs> God's sake. and he kept that secret up for the two weeks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when you mentioned about a time and stuff, I said, oh, I've got to get home first. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, yeah, yeah. So I said, what time? And you went, oh, I've got to get home first. And I thought you meant you're back at work now because COVID was over. And um, you had to get home from work and you were just working late. So I was like, okay, it's going to be after he gets home from work after the Arsenal game. So I was like, this is a bit weird that he's doing a Crystal Palace podcast after the Arsenal awesome, game. Think... Yeah. And I thought, well, he wants to rub it in that we're going to lose. Well, so anyway, yeah, I, I ended up drinking a whole bottle of red wine nice. ready for the podcast. How, how, how pissed are you tonight, then, if you've done a whole bottle of red wine on that night? No, well, I was pissed last night, wasn't I? So I didn't, didn't drink anything today. But um, <laughs> um, So, yeah, I, I, I messaged him and he said, oh, it's not until this day, two weeks' time. I was like... What? I was like, so I can go to bed. And he was like, yeah, you can go to bed if you want. <laughs> Just pissed off your tit. Nice. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> Jeez. So we have to pre-warn you when there's not an Arsenal game on next time. <laughs> you have to put like a date on it. An actual date, like in a text message, on this date and this time, unless Chris has gone to the game. <laughs> oh, I'll schedule it on teams. <laughs> Yeah, the team's one, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, time to end it here then, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, thanks, Simon, for joining us and giving your views on Arsenal and the terrible result in the end, 3-1. But, you know, it wasn't a bad game, I suppose. But thanks for joining us, Sorry.
And uh, yeah, I guess we're in the year. So I'll, I'll be Mark, Chris, join me, and Simon tonight. And this has been for, for Love Palace. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Good night, guys.